When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before got our drive time treks in the city radio good morning flush and good afternoon flush. <laughs> sound <laughs> all right we got traffic on the space highway 101 uh there's a crash a spaceship uh, a bunch of cadets were doing a stupid trick and i guess they crashed all their spaceships i can't hear myself uh, my co-host Veronica Osorio is here, and she cannot hear herself. Do you mean through the microphone or just through? Uh, hello. Oh God, that's okay. so loud. Um, All right. Okay. The good thing about the space just, crash is that you can uh, always use just, any other level or route forever. Yeah. Because there's infinite space. Is just like you don't. Well, infinite, just like space. <laughs> yeah, but it's a highway, so you're supposed to do. Yeah, but that's just more like for normies. Oh, okay. Space mm. highways are for normies. Yeah. And then the rest, you can, the space highway goes like here, and then you can just go below it. You know what I like doing in space? It. What? I like to uh, go off road. Uh oh. We got a wild one here. Yeah. We got a wild one. <laughs> wow, wow, child. Yo, it's, it's all off road, though, because there's no roads, right? Is that a. Whoa. 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 She Think just dismantled that. your entire persona. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry about that. What? You guys, this hey, is going to okay. be my walk up music that. today. Imagine me walking up to the plate. Ugh. Yes. So good. That's what it is. Do you guys, what do you guys do? Do you guys do a little Bluetooth? You have a little Bluetooth pumping out the jams to. Well. We have a speak, yeah. We have a speaker and we have a DJ. Also, I really hope that this whole podcast is just us playing snippets of yeah, songs. snippets of songs. Do you have any requests for a snippet of a song? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't mind hearing a little Gloria. All right. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, that's not in my playlist. Well, so I'm gonna have to go outside the playlist. I'm gonna have to off road, if you will. Wow. That's definitely not. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would be my. I would walk up to the plate to this for sure. Oh, okay, I like that. <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah. It's yeah, just it's not bad. It's just a song about like getting pumped up. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Kind of a jock jam. What hey, would be? Yeah. Ha- the thing is, they play it through the whole. 
the whole stadium. The whole at bat. Yeah. That's so great. you're still batting right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Strike it. Strike it out. <laughs> strike it out of trance music out is very joyfully. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. What about uh, Taylor Dane? Is that a good walk up? Listen, wait, what's that TIG? That, uh, all I ever I think about is that TIG. The TIG, the TIG I know, that's the reason everybody in comedy knows who yeah. Taylor Dane is. But that song is good. Yeah. Listen to your heart. It's a good walk up. What about you, Veronica? What would be your preferred Keep walk up? thinking about it. I think it'd be like, uh, we build the city, maybe. That's good. That's a really good start. That's, I don't mean like start as in you're you're getting closer. I mean like it starts keep out. Keep going. Really, it starts, it's a really good start. Just keep keep at it. And <laughs> you'll get there. Yeah, yeah. We this a is little great. I mean, queued, queued up a little like further in. We're good. No, no. We, it has to start out at the beginning of the song. A because we can't queue it up, but also you've chosen a song that's a perfect. This is right when you get to the plate. It's a slow walk. It's a slow walk during the We Built This City. And now you're you're like looking at the picture like, give me what, give me your best. Kissing my fans on this left, on the right. Next up to the plate, we've got Alex Arche. You like that? (laughs) Little flavor. How about this? How about this? Next up to the plate, we've got Alice, the wetter pants, wetterland. <laughs> oh no. So long. How about okay. Is it Celine? Wait, what is this? Celine? Could you imagine? Oh. Okay. I have to take a really long time getting to the plate. She forgot to put her I shoes up, on. I go up to the... <laughs> she's tying her laces right now. Oh, double knot. Mm. Now she's going to go to the other shoe. <laughs> oh, that's not her bat. She grabbed someone else's bat. She needs and her she's own. She's got her bat, and she's now standing up straight. Oh. And... Walking to the plate in the right direction. <laughs> honestly, honestly, great theme song. It takes forty seconds to get there, but when it does, holy shit! Honestly, great theme song. A little bit, holy shit. So this was my. This was we lost our last game, and this was my um, walk up. So maybe you can. Uh, here we go. Sorry, guys. One second. I love it. I love it too, actually. One time we had a game where it was Halloween, and everybody on the team put on like scary makeup, and uh, we decorated <laughs> we decorated the dugout with like those fake cobwebs, and we had like candelabra, drippy candelabras and shit, <laughs> and we got thrown out <laughs> of the game because we had too hazard? many. Because we were just playing like this and like Monster Mash and stuff, and like <laughs> and like. It just got so annoying for the other team because we had like a, a a like loudspeaker and we'd be like another spooky hit yeah. and they were like you have to not do that anymore. Bye. Um. So we're in the studio and we've got a guest who's already been talking as he fucking should. Um. 
I saved it because I like it. I like Halloweeny stuff. Yeah, and everybody does. Do you? Except for my dad, who was born on Halloween, and he's quote unquote sober. Mm. Um, mm. So, <laughs> I'm trying to make a bit out of that, <laughs> paneling with you guys, my <laughs> uh, to be uh-huh. honest. So, um, I've known this guy for a really long time, and um, it's honestly been a delight. He's a f- oh, you bitch. He's a fucking great comedian, guys. If wow. you. Um, the future. He's been called the future of one-liner com- comedians. Wow. <laughs> Com- comedies. Wow. One-liner comedies. I've heard people say that. You have, wow. right? Wow. Which is why we thought it would be great to have him on the show to discuss the future of boring, uh, bureaucratic, oh, like, I like this, school. Actually. I like stuff like this. Is this spooky? Yeah, this is spooky. I don't know. Okay. You're like, I don't know. Is it? Is it? I did, this to me is just like clean, like just kind of moving around. There's Maybe a little edge to it, but I don't, know, I don't know if I'm scared. Guys, in the people studio, should be scared if you look. Alan Strickland Williams. Hi, everybody. Woo! The future is now. He's here. here we are. Uh, highway, Yee! Space Highway Woo! Rebel. Woo! You can find me off road on time. <laughs> In your hearts and minds. He, that was a subtle <laughs> subtweeted us because both of us Perfect. were late. Oh uh, no! I was way earlier though, and then I had, but I had the hiccup, so I was impaired. Mm-hmm. And Veronica had a medical emergency at, at her home. My yeah, and she's a she's a nurse part time. My husband's in bed. Look, this is him. Oh, let me see. Oh, little baby. Oh, holes. I made him some some food and like made sure that he didn't need any more help because uh, he has uh, he can't really walk his right now his asshole is f- fractured. Oh right, <laughs> sure. he has a feature a feature that that, that sorry he has that. a feature a feature a feature film coming That's out of his butt more of a bug than a feature but um, yeah oh, <laughs> it's really bad he no he has like a <laughs> since he was a child he has hemorrhoids um, problem. It's. I think one thing he, it's, it's helpful with hemorrhoids is if people talk about your hemorrhoids publicly on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think that is a although, what, just what the he's very ordered. open although about. Although I bet if you have them a lot, I yeah. Like I remember, I remember I had them one time and it was like so shameful for me. And then I talked to a really close friend who was like, oh, once every two months, and he just told he just told me everything what to do, and I was like, oh my god, like. Also, yeah. he's a cool per he's like such a cool, likable, friendly yeah. person. I'm like Was it Brooks Whelan or No. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't take any advice about anything from Brooks. Uh but it, that's it, the, when he said anal fissures twice a month, I was like, Oh, it's Brooks Whelan. It's Brooks Whelan. <laughs> uh, that's probably Brooks. So um uh, yeah, I think uh, he he doesn't care at this point. Also like uh, Brooks, the, <laughs> just kidding. He, yeah, Brooks is fine at that this point. point. Uh, but one of the main things about the the anus mm, is mm, that go on. Alec leans back in his chair. <laughs> I start licking my lips. <laughs> I'll say is that the, um, uh, the what I'll say is what I'll say is that well he went when he was little he started getting getting like fucked. Hemorrhoids and like <laughs> hurtful <laughs> poop, pooping. Ugh. I know. And when that's uh, but yeah. people like in Venezuela were like, "Oh, your poops are too big, ha ha ha," or you're like, "You're gay, ha ha ha." Do you know? Ha, do you know ha, when you and he's like, "But I'm hurting," yeah. and it's like actually ha, ha, like, but it's gay. a shameful thing. So yeah. everyone's just like, "Ha ha," jokes. Uh, yeah. So it's now he's an like, adult and he's feeling so good. shitty. Like when you order, like when you go to like the. 
you get lunch, takeout, takeout lunch, and then you get it, and then it's somebody's half, like instead of a what the sandwich is, it's somebody's half made whittling project. Mm. That's no good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's happening over here? Yeah. It's in a lunch tray. Yeah, what? To catch the shavings. Are you, um. What Alice is referring to is. Alec. Alec is, is Alec carving. Is a, Alec is about to uh, pass Weebelows into Boy Scouts, apparently, with his uh, little pocket knife over here. He's whittling. I just removed everything that was not the tortoise. What are you making? A, a little turtle. With a flower on top. He's going to have a flower on his shell. Oh, that's no good. The hemorrhoids of being a tortoise when like you got a flower so, on your shell. That seems so hard to do. Mm. Once I had to make a sculpture in uh, with blue soap, bar soap, blue when soap. I was like in fifth grade. And I just made a, a, a square building. I made it like a. That's so cute. I made just like a, 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 a like a, the most similar shape to what it already was, <laughs> and uh. it was still shitty. It was like that's not it's not for me. I uh, I definitely got in trouble in Boy Scouts repeatedly for playing with the pocket knife in a way that was not uh, a, a characteristic of a honorable Boy Scout. Right. What was that way? Just like you know, throwing it around and stuff, just running around with it. You know, running just, like, around, tossing around. Right. Yeah. yeah. On they had, you get this card, and like they had the edges, and they would cut off an edge and if you cut off all four edges you're basically like not allowed to be a boy scout and i think i got down to three edges and then i i just quit because i was over it or whatever but um i love that knife it was fun oh. wow that's like uh it's funny i I've and heard then you became people... an adult and you're like i'm gonna have as many fucking knives as i want yeah now i'm like i don't i well i do i think i do actually have a knife in my car but like i'm like i'm like not a knife guy or anything it's like <laughs> it didn't like transpire into anything it's just kind of weird funny. <laughs> to imagine you having to say that <laughs> like I'm not a knife I'm not, I'm not, guy I'm not like a knife guy or anything. <laughs> it's just here um, yeah I don't know I don't. I think I'm a knife I don't, am I a knife guy are you guy? a knife guy I don't know well, I don't know <laughs> we'll see what happens after you come back from safari I don't think we I should have knives oh, on if me you, if you are going to be a knife guy you should take yeah take a knife with you and um on your travels. Yeah, on I want safari. some kind of sharp thing. There's a video I saw that I can uh, that it's going to some something sharp that is going to be hard to take from my hand. That's what I want. Cuz um, the problem with sharp objects is that someone can just like take them. That's why also, I always that, it, with my... that it didn't win the Emmy. Hmm. Yeah, it's that's the main problem with sharp objects. Um, okay, let's do it. The first duty, the first uh, ep- uh, season 5 episode 19, the first now, I wonder when your husband's first duty was that made him realize. <laughs> Thank <okay>. you. <laughs> so this is a video of Safari of people. I found this. I thought this is a funny video. So they're just hanging out, looking at them. And not a phone in sight. We're looking at <laughs> a bunch of lions, lions right now. You mean the lions don't have phones? <laughs> um, so there's lions and so like. lions are walking. Um, they're on Safari. They're lioness. looking at them outside the car and the lion goes right up to the car and they're like wow that's really scary and crazy yeah, but it's not a very good one excuse me not a very good one they that's said that's like so close Picture to the mean. lions that sh- they shouldn't be I don't, I don't want to be this close to a lion I, d- I just especially don't especially not this lion I don't understand especially because not this lion is very good at Lock understanding the doors, baby locked doors he's like oh hey okay what's going oh, on oh, oh. No. Wow. Oh I didn't know they could do that. What a bunch of idiots. I hope that they deserve to get eaten. But that lion was cash. Yes. Oh. 
So this lion just casually opens the door. Like it wasn't like uh, I, I really I'm 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 rabid and I need to get in. It wasn't like growling. It was just like let me just. This open is just that. like a like a wrong Uber situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were. Oh, I think you are. You guys not getting out. Oh, oh, oh sorry, 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 sorry. I was gonna eat your feet, sorry. but whatever. Okay. <laughs> He's like caught a cab that was already yeah. had already someone. Yeah. Someone really short in the back. <laughs> You're like, he oh, uses, they're just big kitties. And there's this thing about their diet. It's big. They're just big kitties and just want to open the door. Why is that car so close to the to those to those lions? I like, love them. That's like so invasive. Well, it's, because that's where they, they know the cars go by there. So they hang out so they can get inside and open some doors. I guess. Get some food. I guess. Get some humans. Also get some, get some uh, honestly, get some exposure. You know, <laughs> yeah, we're watching them right now. <laughs> exactly. You know how many views these lions <laughs> <Yeah>. have? <laughs> True. <laughs> These lions have a better cloud score than me. <laughs> All right. So we want to see lions. Do you want to ask the question? Um, have you ever watched Star Trek? <laughs> yes, I, ha- I have watched Such Star like, Trek. <laughs> it's before, so funny because... <laughs> before this episode, I have, yes. Okay. Every, every, like, you know, interview show has this, like, thing where, like, and I always ask every guest, we what was your ask. most difficult but rewarding experience? Yeah, and ours is, ours is, like... <laughs> Have you watched Star Trek before? It's like so not. It's like James Lipton's like, what's your favorite triple? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> James Lipton's like, do you like me? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I always ask this. So, so you've watched it before. Okay. Are you Can, a fan of the show or um, casual? I would say or? I'm a very casual. I've only seen like a handful of episodes. My like relationship with Star Trek is in um, junior high my friend's older brother would drive us to school and very, very nerdy guy. So like the music that he would play on the way to school would be either like the Star Trek theme or Star Wars music or the Superman theme, stuff oh my like that. God. What a then, nightmare. Wow. Later in college, my screenwriting Total professor, incel. very, you know, yes, back then, although he was, a, <laughs> he a was lot. kind of a sweet guy. He was just like a very nah. true, like nerd um, I'm just kidding. Nerds are great, but uh, we, we live on nerds. I mean, yeah, you got to. We live and die by them. I got bad news for you guys. You no, the, might be nerds. We've had a live show. We yeah. know who our fans yeah, are. Okay. Um, <laughs> and and then in college, my screenwriting professor was Nick Sagan, son mm. of Carl Sagan, who wrote on, I think, Next Generation and Voyager. Mm. So like, okay, so like, well, he like kind of like we we watched some Star Trek stuff there. Well, yeah, I bet you did. That's about that's, it. So you just know the writer of Star Trek. Yeah, just okay. one, just one of them okay. personally. Just Still pers- keep in touch with him. Wow. Yeah. No. Um, did you tell him you were doing this? No, I, 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 I I'm not. Facebook? I'm not going to even yes and that. Okay. I'm, I haven't talked it's to over. him in years. Yeah. It's over, Alice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, do you ever like this? So when you watched it, uh, those in those opportunities, was that the only time you watched it, or did you watch it later, like recently? Um, I I remember they used to show it. It used to be something that was on it, like yes, but like late at night. Yeah. Um. So it and I've always been a night owl. So sometimes when I was, I think they showed on like the WB or I've UPN. I've been a day owl. You're a day owl. <laughs> I've been an owl owl. <laughs> no, I'm a night owl. And owls. I I mean I would I I would like a day I, if there was a day owl that would be a very cool owl. <laughs> it would be good. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Where's all the mice? I feel like the day <laughs> so owl. Hungry? The only day owl is like the owl. The day owls are like those, the owls are very smart that wear a graduation cap. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, they can't go. Yeah. They can't and go to night like, school because they're hunting. <laughs> yeah. So. So they're um, going to commute. <laughs> so you would watch it in the, at night? I'd watch it at night. I remember, like, I remember the Trouble with Troubles episode. That's like mm-hmm. classic, you know. Kurt. But, um, 
And then I remember watching the one with the with the woman who has like the th- six of nine. Yeah. Which one's that? Voyager. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember Voyager. watching those. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was never like I was. I was never like a fan of like um, watching it religiously or knowing like everything about it or anything. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy it when you were watching it? Like just watching random from different like shows, random episodes? Yeah, yeah. it seems like you don't have an idea of like, you're not like the next gen was my thing. or like, no. no, you just like watch. And I just for you, it's all it. Star You've been Trek. exposed I, to the... I guess I would say if I like what I like the most would be the original show. Wow. Yeah. With, That's interesting. Yeah. It's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just like, <laughs> I, I like how like stupid Captain Kirk is. Yeah, like me it, too. I like his hubris. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. And the uh, you know, Spock. I Spock's great. Like, I don't know. It's Spock just classic. is. There's nobody like Spock. There's no one like him. Data did not replace. Data will not replace us. They're um, different. They're different. <laughs> actually, Data will replace all yeah, of us. Yeah, well, that's true. They definitely will. Uh, I'm gonna open the door. Is it? Uh, can I open this? Mm-hmm. Okay. This uh, is hot. I, I really hope someone's behind there. Ah! Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna it's a lion. <laughs> All right, go on. So, right. so when you watch this... <laughs> By the way, most formal podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no. <laughs> Truly the opposite. You think that's the first time we've heard that comment? <laughs> You're out of your goddamn mind. We've been I'm doing not, this for five I'm not, seasons. I'm not trying to be and original. And we still here. don't have it together. <laughs> I don't think we it's ever fun. will. It's, it's charming. It's going to get okay. more madcap it's as time goes charming. on. It's only, it's only, the, it's the only way, let's just say. Yeah, it is the only way we can function. For me, it is. For me, it is the only way. It's got to be. It's got to be. For me, it is. It's got to be real for me. It has got to be. It is functional. So, I want to ask you. So, when you were watching this episode where you're like, who are these people? Have you guys ever seen Star Trek? (laughs) No. (laughs) We have watched it. I've managed to not watch it throughout this podcast. And it's (laughs) frankly amazing. Uh, Did you guys meet with your like fandom of Star Trek or something? Kind of, yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you guys much. go to conventions and stuff? We did go to no. one convention. <laughs> we did go to one convention. One, one. We went yeah. to one in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it was great. No. No. Yeah, we went to one in Vegas and we dressed but up. We didn't meet in that convention. No, we did not meet in. No, we didn't meet in the convention. That's true. We met through comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but. Then That's we're both cool. like we both like Star Trek and Alice grew up with it and I watched it as a, oh, as I a for, grown up. I forgot this. So my friend oh. who uh his older brother drove us to school, the dad, mm-hmm. Steve Cohn, would dress up like a uh, Klingon. And he would come to he would walk around the mall and go to like he came to our school one time and he could speak Klingon. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot. Oh, that's I completely the dad of the nerd. That. He's one of when a dad and a nerd dad has a nerd child. Yeah, and there's a whole nerd family. Yeah, and like, like on Big well, Mouth, you can't indoctrinate uh, them. Right? It's like Big Mouth's N- Missy's family on Big Mouth. Mm-hmm. They're like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's cute. Um, it's adorable because it's true that you don't always become the same nerd as your parents yeah, my or friend, that your parents were like, nerds Carl, Carl hated it and Carl kind of became like somewhat of a jock he was still a very smart kid but then Robert the older brother was like so tight Robert was dad, definitely yeah. a nerd like, yeah, yeah. Robert, funny. Robert would have his screensaver had a date for the day that he turned 30 which was when he was supposed to become like emperor of the world or something like that he what? was like a really he was like that wow yeah. okay Maybe uh, that is a little bit like an incel yeah, I guess it's a little bit yeah. scary but you know what we'll give him the benefit of the doubt he's a nice a guy I also have a theory that most Star Trek, especially next gen fans, 
they don't they're utop they don't believe in like they're not usually white supremacists because mm-hmm. they have like this I mean I think Star science Trek fiction in is general usually a pretty good yeah, sorry yeah. to cut you off, but I, yeah. I think I yeah, see where you're going. I, yeah, because, and especially Star Trek, because from the get, Star Trek has been one of the most inclusive shows. Even the even the original series was groundbreaking yeah. with Uhuru being a main character in the um in the brew in the Brewcridge in the cr- bridge crew. Mm-hmm. Brewcridge. Brewcridge. Uh, that's like a cool <laughs> Star Trek beer. It's the name of like a new yeah. <laughs> Brewcridge. Uh, so. I don't think yeah. So I've I've been to Star Trek events and it's like people are nice, people are cool. The fandom is very diverse. We've got you know all types of like people, all kinds of all shapes, too. all sizes. Mm-hmm. So that's you know I think a a, a harbinger of, of what kind of people. And then within the universe, everyone like it's cool. Everyone's just like I'm a Klingon, yeah, or like I'm definitely yeah. Like, people I identify I'm definitely with. looks on. It's yeah. like yeah, it's like Harry Potter stuff, yeah. which I I do Gryffindor. I, I do enjoy that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Are yeah. you it's cool. Hufflepuff? I'm a Slytherin. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're kind of a knife guy. Yeah, I'm a knife guy. <laughs> I'll, I'll I tell you that I'm not, too. but I am very much a knife guy. <laughs> I don't mind Slytherin. It's like, yeah, I, pr- I probably would be too in my drinking days. So um, this episode... Oh, well, this probably has a lot to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Season 5, episode 19, the first, I'm going to say it like Picard, Juicy. Wesley Crusher's team has had accident. an accident at Starfleet, Starfleet Academy. Academy. Captain Cat. Picard offers. offers to help a Starfleet, Starfleet investigation, investigation into what happened. happened. And now this, and here's what I appreciate about this episode, very similar to what we're dealing with in the country right now, a lot of investigations. Yes. Yeah, that's true. It's like watching a current affairs. Yeah, yeah it's like watching a 60 Minutes from this yeah. past week. Okay, more first impressions, go. Uh, okay. Hurry. Uh, 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 I have a hard out. Uh, Mr. Crusher. Uh, oh, you mean other types of Not impressions. impressions. <laughs> um, okay. First, right off the bat, I'm like, oh, it's one where they're basically on Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a right. little bit bummed out. You know, I won't lie about that. But, um, and then I was like, okay, all these kids are nerds or whatever. Um, but, I mean, you know, it was a tale of morality. It seems like, though, they're not. They're not nerds. Like Wesley's friends are more modeled on like prep school, jocks. like entitled we're, jocks. Yeah, we're gonna race the K twelve. Yeah, yeah, that's like kind of these are like. like skull and bones, like fucking weirdos, mm-hmm. kind of. And it's weird that Wesley has fallen in with this crew. Yeah, when mostly he's friends with people who like breathe through a tube. <laughs> um, truly. Okay, literally. So, so, Starfleet Academy is requesting an update on our estimated arrival, Mr. Data. We should be arriving at Earth in 10 hours, 16 minutes, sir. Please inform the Academy, Mr. Wolf, and send my regards Ten Earth to Superintendent hours. Brand. Aye, sir. Do you know Admiral Brand? We've met a few times. So boring uh, on the bridge right now. Um, woman. So, Sounds like my also, the Riker, uh, have, I'm sure you guys have talked about all those like super cuts that they've done of the, the thing. What was that other show he was on? He was on like Unsolved Mi- or Fact or Fiction. Oh, yeah. And the, the super cuts was like... <laughs> So his voice is over. It's like, have you ever ridden a bike? It's yeah. like, have you ever gone on a cross country ski trip? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever? Bought, oh, this is so perfect. So right when he just, anytime he talks, I laugh. Yeah. So that was that was fun. That's a story I'd love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has. I mean, he kind of has one speed, but that's why we love him. You and know? Riker, Riker's 
Am, am I wrong? Riker's a little bit of a sex symbol, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Especially to this one over here. Okay. I just think he's real so, horny for Riker. I okay. know because I am Riker. I'm always horny for the men that I'm like, ah, I am that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, am that, I am that guy. I get, I get where he's coming from. You're being hailed again uh, by the Academy. So Admiral, Admiral Brand. Brand on screen. Oh, sir. That's the woman, she right? Is requesting yeah. A private channel. Oh, I also like how they say sir in my ready to everyone. Yeah, sir. I know the woman too. They do that in a lot of military movies. They, I, they did that in Battlestar Galactica too, yeah. which I'm sure was a, a lift off or lift off from this. <laughs> Admiral okay. Brand, what can I do for you? <laughs> That's what you call it when it's sort of like inspired by yeah. and it's space related. So he immediately gets scared because I found this scene very crushering to me. Nice. There's been an accident. See this comedic mind here? Yeah, just working. Oh, a lot of that. There's a lot of that in the show. And then just his face, like seven times. Right. So um, this is crazy because the, uh, like, it's it's amazing to me that you're watching this the first time around and then that's the cliffhanger. Like, like you're a beloved character is maybe dead and then they go to commercial. That's yeah. like, but, I mean, they're starting to get the hang of it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. pretty big. Multiple fractures of his right arm. No, he's not dead. When, when was this fire. on? Was this on in prime time? Uh, and what net was it? ABC? It was like UPN. Well, no, I was on, it like, was, it was on UPN syndicated. Okay. But I think it was on CBS. It was on CBS. Yeah. Cause Star Trek has always been part of the CBS okay. franchise. Okay. So, but, it, but, but it would have been, First run, it would have been on primetime, right? Yeah. That's so wild to me. Why? Just because I don't... It, is there like a sci-fi show that's like that, that's on primetime? Or has been in years? Decades even? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know anything. That's well, just interesting. We're working it's, with a different... I mean, like most popular TV shows now, besides the ones that are like... No, I mean like... But there's like four shows that people watch on primetime now. I guess what I'm getting at is that even other science fiction shows that are somewhat procedural, still, this really just seemed like it could be ER, like in the way that it's shot and like the close, like the way the camera works and the way you can, the the sets are like, it's, it's very, it's very, does feel like it's in a time capsule. Like ER is... Some sort of old school yeah, thing you're talking about? To me, yeah. Yeah, it is? Yeah. How old are you? 33. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, sure. Uh, I, because I was, right? Well, I'm 38. So, like, I remember watching ER, like, sort of, maybe I was in high school and I was like, so it doesn't feel throwback to me. So, to me, because so, when I was in high school, I was cool and I still am and I'm very young. Well, when I was, <laughs> like, I watched a lot of Party of Five, okay? I did too. This yes. reminds me of Party Charlie. of Five. Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie. Dude, Charlie. Uh, anyway, that's uh, the show where they never finished a sentence. That was the style of writing on that show. Everybody was like, Charlie. Charlie was also Charlie, always like painting think, a room uh, in the house. Always painting this man. Somebody, Nev Campbell was like, is it ever going to be done? I mean the house. All right. So we're on. So this is a, p- a plot line on this show that we've had reference to before, which is um, Picard's friendship with this um, gardener at the academy named Boothby. And so this is our first time meeting Boothby, okay. who is this gardener who was sort of a um, pivotal figure in Picard's 
he did something of age. for her. He helped. He helped yeah. him in some way. And he, whenever Picard talks about Boothby, he gets all wistful, and he's like, "Ah, Boothby." And so the, we're getting an opportunity to finally meet this Boothby guy. And it's a fucking. It was very oh, fuck. like Okay, elf. I thought that was going to be Boothby. So let's just go. I'm trying through. to remember so wait, what else so I've what, seen him in. He's a character actor. Some of the things that are happening in this episode, which is like uh, why it matters, it's. It's that we have seen Wesley Crusher from the beginning of the show grow. He basically was growing up in front of us uh, okay. and become the, he's this like child genius who saved them so many times from like horrible things. Like the, his skill set is superior by far. Yeah, he's and probably he's, one of the smartest people ever to have worked on the Enterprise before, besides Data. He worked on the before Enterprise before the this? Academy. Yeah. He was a child <laughs> as an ensign on the Enterprise before he went to the Academy, which is not normal. He just figured out enough things when he was little to get to the bridge. Why'd they make him go to the Academy? Because he he cannot officially be in Starfleet without uh, it. No one is ever in Starfleet without having first been in the Academy. And okay. he first failed to get in the Academy. Uh, and he, he had failed to wait his first time. Yeah. He, yeah, he did. And he had to wait a full other year to get to finally make it to the Academy. So okay. eventually, he left the show as a as a daily thing. Okay. And then now we're seeing him for the first time in like a long time. I liked his hair. And then, it looked like a bike helmet. We'll yes, get to that. it looked like a Lego, like a, like a Lego that, That's helmet. also a very '90s thing too. Yeah, is that's like the, true. That hair, and it matters because because uh, hair. What he's doing is uh, <laughs> we're like seeing this beloved child of ours grow into this like p- potentially little punk. So, <laughs> and then we're seeing like also Doctor Crusher is this like the too good mom, and they. Picard has something to do with the death. She's a bit of a Felicity Huffman here. Yes. So, yeah. She she has to do with... um, Picard has to do with the death of Wesley's dad and Beverly's husband. They were in a mission together. Did that just happen? No, No, this this happened before the show started. Yeah, when when Wesley was like a little kid. Uh, Like a baby. And so that's the first time Picard's seen her? No, no, no. They worked together on the... They worked together. Oh, okay. And she was... Yeah, so she's been on the... On so the this is this has happened time. before. This is what you're. This is before you're, the show. You're setting it. Okay, I I'm telling you what's going on. Okay. Uh, so the in general, so that why it matters now in season five. Why is this episode something? Because, um, Doctor Beverly Crusher and Picard have always had like kind of like uh, well, they won't they energy. Yeah, there is an energy, and then also I, don't, I picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. And he is. He has. He was there when her husband died. Okay. So she's a widow, and Picard was involved so he has felt kind of responsible for wesley in okay. a way hmm. uh father figure ish yeah daddy figure daddy yeah. figure yeah. for daddy sure daddy figure okay. uh gotcha. for all of us and so this is the scene i'm gonna just play this scene with boothby because i think it's funny it is funny also this also, like entitled was that guy, idiot what was that guy doing it right there right what i'm saying he's just like oh here's a bed of flowers let me lay on it Entitlement. It's so strange. Well, like, of what, all the places to lay. What's happening in San Francisco Ooh, is just really awful. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so shady. <laughs> Jean-Luc Picard, class of 27. I know that. What happened to your hair? Yeah, who else? Really? That's the first thing you say? How are you? I'm pretty damn cranky, thank you. Okay, I've well, you... Re-planted this bed four times this This week. is one of those things where I tell the actor, like, show, don't tell. <laughs> Oh, this is great. You this this really made me laugh. Have acquired an he interest goes to help him. He literally well, does one flower and then stops. Don't yes. plant them too deep. The stems will rot. Well, you're classic. Ooh. 
Captain Picard of the Enterprise, no less. And giving the commands. So I'm guessing the Enterprise must be like the prize. Surprise ship. Okay. Uh uh. Nothing you ever did surprised me, son. Okay. Except that time you caught that Lagonian with a reverse body lift and pinned him in the first 14 seconds you of the can't, match. You can't say Lagonian anymore. Didn't think you had it in you. Well, it was all in the legs. Thanks, so this guy sucks. Running, I did. <laughs> in my opinion. I'm like, I this like is him. the dude? You Ooh, like him? Mm-hmm. He's annoying. I like, I like a good, a good cranky, okay, cranky bitch. I, ever, <laughs> I don't think I ever told you. He's too... How much I appreciate. Nah. There's nothing to tell. <laughs> I just feel like he's like. Yes, there is. He's like, oh, fuck off. I. This is Do like we know what he did for him? Gardens. While I was we here. don't know yet. Look, you know as well as I do, I would never have graduated if you. You made a mistake. That's why I saw this, and then like when he's just really hard on Wesley later, I'm like, come on, man, you, you did, did something bad. You, you did what you thought was best. I just made sure that you listened to yourself. Yeah, he said, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the parallel. Okay. So that's a foreshadowing of something that he'll do for Wesley later. So we find out that there's going to be an interrogation because basically Wes it's and his asshole. his other um, like team flight crew or whatever, there's like a squad, Nova squad, and they're supposed to perform this uh, display flight f- oh, at... By the commencement, At Saturn, but it's the, it's over Saturn, so right. it's not like they can like see it. Right. It's really so weird. Fun. It's so like, funny to me that they're it's like, like the blue around, angel- It's around Saturn, and it's like that shit's it's moving. Like if the blue like, what angels- are we talking about? We're flying for a, a presentation in Florida, but they flew around China, <laughs> and then we just watched it. So okay, whatever. So that's what they're doing. So they're rehearsing this this display flight thing trick that they're doing, and then somebody died. Right. And so then there's an interrogation, and they're trying to figure out what happened. Right. That's why Wesley was injured. So here's the introduction of his teammates. <sighs> this guy's nervous. No. Yes. <laughs> That's okay, so am I. But we're going to be all right. We've got some tough times ahead, but we've always come through for each other. So they were trying to Whatever do some kind of like I want you all to know pirouettes for graduating, and then... I did just explain that. Okay, so... No one could have asked for a better team. That's that. Okay. So now, and now they're clearly like they're in trouble. Yeah. And they're like having this conspiratorial talk where they're like, we're going to stick together. I think right now it's less in trouble and more like someone died. Like an investigation. So, but clearly there's something going on besides like the fact that the doors are regular doors. The doors? (laughs) Like the band? No. And that guy's a character actor too. The the Vulcan. He is? Yeah. He's in. He always plays like a bad guy that like works as a banker or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. I see <laughs> so this scene is when Wesley and confronts his mom. Not bad. Your arm's a little sore. I know. So wait. So okay. So that okay. So that's okay. I, I think I did pick up on that. See, lock, lock. Oh, then get up and fucking have to open the door. That's what I would focus on. Yes. No space oh. doors. I'd be like, what happened here? I was so worried about you. Now, here's feeling? a question. Did, is she wearing green just because she looks better with green with her red hair? I don't think that's not part of it, okay. but it's also the uniform of the medical. 
Oh, she's so she's a doctor, doctor. Yeah, okay, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. commander, com- commanding or operations. I think okay. no, yellow is operations and uh, blue is medical and comms. And is security also red? Yeah. Not bad. The arm's a little sore. Well, weird arm thing. <laughs> what was that? Maybe because you were wearing that weird cuff. About Joshua. Would you like to talk about it? No, I don't think so. No, thank you. It's always a good sign when <laughs> someone doesn't <laughs> want to talk about something. <laughs> I know you're just trying to be helpful, sir. But it seems like that's all I've talked about for the last two days, and I don't want to go through it again. Mm. I understand. I just want you to know that I'm available if you should change your mind. Thank you, sir. A knock at the regular space, not space door. Hi. Hi. Captain, sir. At ease, cadet. This is my squadron leader, Nicholas Lacarno. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the Enterprise. My mother, Dr. Beverly Crusher. You, Hello, you know who it is. Hello. Come on. Captain Picard, Mr. Picardo. Yeah, these are like the top officers of all of Starfleet. They're basically famous. Crusher Crusher does have a little bit of, um, I don't know if you guys watch Succession, but Greg the Egg vibe going on to him. He's he's got the kind of like lanky like guy thing. Yeah, not quite as nervous and anxious though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a little bit of that. He gets there later. You excuse us, please. Well, so then he kicks his mom and the captain out, which is sort of unprecedented. Oh, also the way that the the blocking of this scene really struck me as just really funny. They shut they shut the door. They they leave. Let me know if the you regular need. door. And she goes for a full <laughs> weird romantic kiss. Pretty seductive. Yeah. Good to meet you, Mr. Lacana. You too, sir. She presses her entire and, front body against him as she gets him. And then this. This. <laughs> what? Like, just like the, 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 dramatic. The, the dramatic camera move back and and he kind of comes up on him and he turns his back to him. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah. It's just great. I think so. They must have a name for Don't that. Don't worry about it, Wes. It's a pullback. Everything's going to be all lift right. off. As long as we stick together. All right. So we know something is, quote unquote, a foot. Something's up. Something is a bit there, afoot. Someone's lying. So um, they get interrogated, and they're telling. In formation, we executed a low apogee turn. Their truth. They're standing in their truth. And began a Z plus twenty five degree climb in preparation for a Jaeger loop. I got a Z plus in Cal. Approximately nine <laughs> seconds later, <laughs> Cadet Albert's ship collided with Cadet Hazar's. We had less than two seconds to activate our emergency transporters and beam now. to the evac station. That's I like Nick's this dad? shot. That's the guy who died's dad. Oh, uh, Arthur's dad. And I like this shot because I like when they show an, uh, a guest star doing that like super hardcore trying to cry face. Yeah. Everyone made it except Josh. He's also a character actor too. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Thank you, Mr. Lacano. Nice sconce. I know that you'll notice if you pay attention, the two sconces are not mirror images of each other. They're Parallel, so uh, they don't make sense next to a screen. As team navigator, right? Because they filed a flight plan with the academy range officer before the exercise. Correct? Yes, sir. Did Nova Squadron deviate from that flight plan after you entered the Saturn range? No, sir. And how do you explain the fact that the low apogee turn around Titan was at least 2,000 kilometers closer to the moon than indicated in your plan? 
We were still within flight safety parameters, sir. That was not my question. Oh. I love that it's two yeah. females and two males. <laughs> so it's just yeah, like, I discussed changing our approach after I filed the flight plan. Yeah, but that's the only part about it that's like, like uh, diverse. It's crazy how much they're just like these young white, right? Lily white, like they're both ten. They're all tens. Well, even yeah. the even the, the extras Vulcan. are like they also have the Vulcan and. Uh, somewhat well, brown face like that is not that guy's natural well, like skin tone that's a Fenty matchstick like they usually <laughs> with the Vulcan and with Data they have this weirdly luminescent uh, like okay. you'll see if you it gets a close up on him it's really shimmery okay um, but there's uh, yeah it's like, in, like I feel like this maybe is like hindsight viewpoint but there's something about like they all seem really like rich kids yeah. you know uh, so this is sort of you see the collision take place? no sir cadet Sita you were in the tail position therefore you should have seen any sign of trouble from cadet Albert and you saw nothing that is correct sir hmm. did your attention falter no sir I was flying solely on sensor readings at the time I did not have any visual contact with Cadet Albert's ship when he broke formation. Sensories. <laughs> Agitated murmuring. <It's> wrong. <laughs> well, it's unusual to fly on sensors alone during this type of maneuver. A pilot relies on visual clues from the other ships to maintain formation. This is I love these moments in shows yeah. where it's like this is what the audience needs to know yeah, as well. Yeah. I know, I That's love it. Too. Flying on sensors alone. Perhaps you could tell us the orientation of his ship before the collision. I don't know, sir. You were flying a ship, traveling 80,000 kph, with Cadet Albert's ship less than 10 meters away, and you don't know what his orientation was. It's like, I don't remember, sir. So she should definitely sir, be fired. may I? Go ahead. The tail lady? Admiral... This lady. That lady. The, yeah. the forehead lady. The I don't know lady. Sito. She was in the tail position. That's what I meant. But lately uh, yeah. he'd been having difficulties. He'd get nervous during close flybys and pull away in the final seconds. His formation flying his, was his a little His sad erratic. face just looks like and mad. And you didn't report yeah. this to anyone? No, sir. I didn't. We'd flown together a long time. I thought he could handle it if I gave him a chance. I was wrong. This is also fucked up because, like, your friend and died. You yeah, that the super fucked up. Was Cadet Albert's fault? I think Josh got frightened and tried to pull out of the turn prematurely, and then crashed into Cadet. He's gonna Hazar. throw his friend under the bus just because he's dead. Josh was our friend. We didn't want him to be remembered Which as someone is who panicked. Fucked up. Oh my god, that's so. F Why is that bad? Please be seated. Okay, so he definitely throws his friend under the bus. And then the fact see, that you did not oops, sorry. sorry about that, you guys. Understood, sir. So, I don't know what's going on. Uh, what are you, what, I was trying to get trying to the to scene get? where they all discuss what he just did. So I mean, what happens is that Data and Jordy are not able to stay out of this uh, and start researching what well, the, the fuck captain is going asks. On. They're trying to get. They're trying to get. The, to get the, they're serious regulars. The they, data, have right? <laughs> they have to be in it. They have to be. They have to be. But also, this. it's kind of like the 
you know at this point that the Enterprise is going to be like the one to solve the mystery because the everybody who is not on the Enterprise is like inept at figuring stuff out right. usually. Yeah. And that's the, the formula we've come to um, expect. But they have to have a conversation about what Nick just did. He must have pulled away too soon. I this bitch. Scared. She's so popular. Cito? They're practicing their lies. Cito's just like totally submissive. Wes, I know you want to protect his memory. We all do. But we have to look out for ourselves now. What do you want us to do? Walk in there and tell them everything that happened? We might as well turn in our uniforms and start packing our bags. Are we ready for that? Now. We'll take this one step at a time. Wesley's torn. This is the preliminary report from your flight recorder. It was damaged so badly in the crash that the lab could only retrieve a third of the total telemetry from the recorder. And all of it is before the collision. There's no problem here. Hmm. Sounds like Giuliani. I don't know if I can do this, Nick. You don't have to lie. Just don't volunteer any new information. Ooh, tricky. That's lying. By omission. By omission. Here's my question, okay? Pale ale. If a a Vulcan was in this team, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't be able to lie, right? No, I don't think so. Right? I don't think so. Yeah, no. okay. I mean, there has been instances. There or have been instances. Betazoid or something like that. Yeah. I think they Wait, would what? be like. No, like a Betazoid a, could. A telepath? A telepath could. They don't need to project their. Like, other. If there was a telepath on the um, the judging panel, they would be fucked. That's. An, there's another instance when they eliminate Troy right. when she could have easily just right. been there. Where's so Troy? Betazoids are a race of telepaths and empaths. They both have those. They have those it's like two the skills. Worst possible. Early in the episode, when <laughs> it's like it's heavy because they take her out of the episodes frequently because people are lying all the time. Uh-huh. So they just like they're like write her out. I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. gonna she solve was, our problem. She didn't go down to the planet. She's just like sitting on board. Well, maybe she's got patience, you know. So I was watching this with my boyfriend Garrett, and he had this to say about um, Nick Lacano. He really had some. <laughs> He had some choice opinions. First of all, I tried to get him on record. He was walking around the um, the house, like screaming about this, but he, but he wouldn't he wouldn't recreate that for me. Um, but this is what he said. Okay, interview starting now. Garrett was walking around the house saying how much Nick Lacano sucks. He hates him so much. I hate him. You hate it's him. Not a fucking cent of honor. Not a cent of honor. <laughs> is that a phrase? I would have slapped his little face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you were Wesley? Yeah. Wesley doesn't hit people, though. He's too loyal. Well, also, Garrett thought of this. Picard, more like dick hard. <laughs> that was Garrett's joke. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So th- that took two tries so because the first time I tried it, he's like, I just turned on the recorder and he's like, no, I don't like this. I don't like this. She's recording me without my permission. <laughs> so you had to eliminate that one. Yeah, I had to because I have honor. I have a scent of honor. <laughs> a scent of I honor. have a scent of honor. Oh, my God. So uh, it sounds like a thriller from the 90s. Basically, also, I'm excited that there's like day and night because they're on Earth. Yeah. Uh, instead of just like constant dark. darkness outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's a fun change of pace. So what the writers were trying to do with this episode and it's it's it was like a long debate for them was 
Wesley's such a like a star child, like a perfect uh smart person. Perfect smart um, star child. He's perfect. So they were like, okay, so what would happen if he's torn between like standing by his friends, which is like a big quality for Wesley? Cause, yeah, because he's never had friends. He's like a loyal a Usually loyal his person. friends are like a computer. Yeah, they're just like but or adults. He's loyal as a as a character. So okay. it was like, how do can we put this in play with like the truth, like saying like what's morally correct? So they explore the idea of making the final decision to punish the the these cadets, mm -hmm. uh, so that and then it. But if Wesley was gonna say the truth after that, it's as if he was saving his skin, yeah. his own skin. So they decided to not punish them, and then he still like put himself at risk. Right. So it's not so. So it's not cowardly, but instead like brave. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people were like, "Why would we do this episode if it's on Earth and it has nothing to do with Star Trek?" Yeah. Well, no, um, but I think the Academy is an interesting aspect of Starfleet. That well, we also, you're cover. just doing all the episodes, right? Well, at this no, point, I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> Believe me. So, <laughs> yeah, we are. at this moment, Alan thought you meant our fans were like, "Why would you do this episode?" <laughs> no, and no. Believe the, me, oh, they do not weigh oh, in. Oh, it's oh, a writer's gauge on that level. You mean, you mean the actual? Show. Yeah, our fans just know what's going on, <laughs> okay, and they don't. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the writers of the show are like, "Why would we uh -huh. do an episode where it's?" Exactly what you thought. Like it's right, on right. Earth. Like what? A, what is this fucking? That's funny. Earth that the episode. writers were like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> they like were. they were mad about it, and they were like, "I'm going home." <laughs> but That's I weird. think at the time they were like, "We." They also wanted to reach out uh, to do an episode that would speak to people like teenagers about delinquency or. Oh, this drugs was the like, number one thing in the nineties. Like yeah. drugs. Wanted, yeah, know? they just wanted to like make sure that the kids of the nineties were like being good, getting that message. It was of, really like, important out to tell the kids of the 90s to be good and I, it did not work I remember growing up in high school we, a lot of times like the popular kids are always trying to get us to do these different like ship formations that were like outdated and, yeah. and yeah. dangerous yeah um, and you, we were supposed to just say no like like yeah. no I've already done that formation or something yeah. like that like or no mm -hmm. I've like, got to go home and do my homework or something yeah like do you remember the dare to keep kids off of dangerous flight <laughs> formations yeah I do I program that. yeah space officer just, friendly and then Nancy Reagan, just say no to mm -hmm. dangerous flight formations. Just say no. Just say no to igniting plasma. That's so uh, this scene was really um, in, uh, iconic to me because this dad, so this is uh, Josh Arthur's dad comes to s talk to Wesley because they've just thrown him under the bus and said that it was the whole accident was his fault. So he pays Wesley a visit. <laughs> and of course he has a sweater. Am I interrupting? No. I was just going over my deposition for tomorrow. I miss Wesley in the ship. Tell me you'd be here. I miss those sweaters. I found this in Josh's room. Your fabulous sweater. I think it belongs to you. Yeah, it definitely belongs to Wesley. Your ski trip. He's the only one. Totally made me laugh when I watched that. And he goes, oh, our ski trip. Like, you don't wear sweaters <laughs> like, constantly. Like, what do you... <laughs> what do you guys do, ski? Josh and I went to Calgary last month. He forgot his sweater, so we borrowed one of mine. I have one of thousands, yeah, seven thousand sweaters. sweaters. He, told me he you has so many. Helped him with his classes. A little. He only needed help in statistical mechanics. Josh had a weakness. It was mathematics. No, he could do it. He just didn't like to. His mother and I thought he'd never get out of calculus. Then he found out what the academy entrance requirements were like. And that turned him around. What a face. Quite Stayed a face. Stayed after class. Got 
not a tutor. You really worked hard. Their, their version of the military is very idealized, too. Yeah, That's it one is. thing I didn't take away from it. And he had a lot of respect for you. Everybody on the team. I realized it was his fault. That everybody could have been killed. And I want to say that... Uh, Say I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he let you Crusher. down. Ooh. How are you dealing with this, bud? That is fucked up. And also a deeply fucked up thing to say about your recently this like he's... murdered child. Yeah, he did kind of roll over and just believe that he's his like, son's like Wah. a panicky little like. Honestly, he was a mistake. Yeah. He couldn't do math and he definitely uh, sucked at flying. Sorry ready, about Mr. that. Crusher. Never remember to bring a fucking sweater. So now we have to continuously watch this. I have to. Uh, yeah, me go. Say I know, me too. That the episode, <laughs> this episode is shown to the United States Air Force Academy cadets in training. Is it really? Uh, because the, it cites the motto of. Oh uh, shit! I have to go. Of, I will not lie. Cheaters sealed not tolerate those who do. Because uh, they emphasize the academy's adherence to moral code and the truth. They actually show it in the Air Force. That's funny. That's pretty nuts. That's kind of like, it makes sense. I literally, I'm walking out. Okay, so we're not I don't finishing? like the way that this has been going. It's been a disappointment to me, and I want to apologize for my son. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alan? Thank you. This is wild. This is great. I'm have so a, sorry have that a, I have, have to a, go. That's okay. But it is not my fault. It's someone else's fault that we both know whose fault it is, and we're making eyes. Like, what, who is Sam? <laughs> God damn it. We'll flag that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's just going to be the rest of the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> just us talking shit. Talking shit okay. about an unnamed person that I'm going to name around. Uh, right Alec, feel free to weigh in as much as you want to. So this is not yours? Yeah. I got all the interesting facts I could from this episode. They basically, they had a long discussion. Also, like, all of the... All of the Picard conversations with Booth, Boothby mm-hmm. uh, were because he's mentioned this groundskeeper who like he was so fond of in mm-hmm. the academy. So of course, like we're going back to the academy. Of course, they're gonna pl- present this character. Mm-hmm. But they were like, so what do we have them talk about mm-hmm. during this like encounter? So they were originally talking about this accident. Okay, and they were like this doesn't fucking work. It yeah. doesn't work because it's just like redundant. Right. So they added Picard having done something horrible. In his past. And keeping it a mystery. Right. Um, I don't know. This is, Where is it's my- definitely not of my favorite episodes, not because it's not well made or something, but because. It's just kind of slow. It's, well, in general. Yeah. <laughs> this entire TNG is kind of just slow. Just a slow show. Um, Like it could have been, this could have been like a 20 minute thing yes definitely bada bing, bada boom oh sorry lie 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 <laughs> oh fuck i feel bad bye bye yeah yeah um i think it's it uh also it's really weird to see to have watched every episode of tng and watch like wesley grow up and mm-hmm. the, then see him under this light mm-hmm. it's kind of like 
off-putting but mm-hmm. i wonder what it feels like for someone who who hasn't watched the entire like series in order mm-hmm. <laughs> like twice mm-hmm. if it feels like does this feel like something with stakes to you or is this it just felt like, pretty low stakes to yeah. me because i didn't know that he was like this wonder child yeah i thought he was just like some loser at the starfleet academy so i was like why do we care about this kid so much yeah um but i didn't know that I did clock that she said, I know you're close to the Crusher family. So I'm like, okay, some, there's some sort of connection here. Yes. But, um, but yeah, to me, to me, it just seemed like, to me, it seemed like a, a episode about that centered on a non-major character. So now knowing that Wesley Crusher is like a pretty major character that I was like, Oh, why are they like getting off the ship and like going down to earth and stuff? I also didn't know that that was like a thing that happened. Like that they, how often is it that they go down to Earth? Uh, not often. Not often at okay. all. Yeah. I think maybe a few times. Uh, maybe they get close to Earth a few times, and they actually go down a few more. Okay. I don't have the numbers, but let's just say like under five, under ten. That's, that's all I needed. Under seven. Yeah, that's all I needed there. Um, out of like, so each season has like 24, 27 episodes. Okay. So it's it's very very Small. few times. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. Every time they go to Earth, it's kind of exciting to mm-hmm. me because I'm like, what does Earth look like in this world? Right, right, right. In this like four hundred years into the future. Pretty much the same. It did. I mean, it looked like a campus, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It's it's funny that they have like regular doors. It affected me because mm-hmm. it's just like I'm expecting them to like, just like zoom, <laughs> zoom, and they don't. And it's like, what happened? What <laughs> happened here? Uh, this is Earth post like post money post hunger. What, what year is this set? Uh, I think yeah. I'll tell you no, no time, but it's like twenty. 2368 uh, something like that 24th century That's yeah 24th century okay right yes so yeah i'll tell you it's this motherfucking thing i hate technology i really do it's just everything's an ad and then you have to wait and then you click on things and it's a wrong thing because i'm impatient you know, are <laughs> yeah. you like fighting with no, technology I, all the time? And then it's like you need to have your screen protector on so you don't break your phone. But then the screen protector makes it not responsive as well to touching. Yeah. So then it's like all off. Well, it's off no matter what. I think since they updated the system, I'm just like two, three, six, eight. Yeah. Twenty three, six, eight. Twenty three, six, eight. OK, cool. So, yep. The. Um, uh, 2368 that's like we're in 2020 <sighs> that's so long into the future i sometimes get upset like if i'm not gonna go see if i'm not gonna see that far into the future why am i even here <laughs> why am i even doing right now don't you get upset about that stuff like that do you wish time. you could live forever no uh no i don't think so when do you want to die, ideally? Uh, like 50, sometimes, like something like that. That's I don't so want to be old. I don't want to be like old, old. What about it? Oh, it just sounds, oh, just, have you ever seen old people? They seem yeah. like they're dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're actively doing. It's just dying every second. It's pretty awful. Uh, it's, there's like a, it's a bad deal. I don't know why. I don't like it. 
I was thinking about this today. Like uh, after I watched this episode, I was like, shouldn't like I think they should just ask like with such technology, they should just ask babies like, do you want to do this? this? Yeah. By the time you're 20, we're uh, like we're (laughs) expecting to be these many people on Earth. For it to be like this amount of food, for it to be like these problems. Yeah, do you want to do this like, or no? Uh, it's going to be like 12 hurricanes every yeah. month. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot of earthquakes. Uh, we're not going to have any food. Because if you're raised, you can't live in all these countries mm-hmm. uh, peacefully. La, la. Do you want to do it? No. Okay, bye. <laughs> and, and terminate pregnancy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Because every time I'm like, uh, like right now, I don't have, I don't have reps and uh-huh. or like have a like a upcoming project, which is pretty freeing and awesome. That's because that, it allows me to travel. But mm-hmm. also, I'm like, what the fuck? What am I doing? There's the laziness of thinking that I have to like do that. Um, is like, but no one asked me. No one. I don't. Why do I have to do so much? I, no one asked me to do like. I try. I. This is honestly. I think about this almost all the time. I'm yeah. like, no one asked me if I wanted to be here or yeah. do any of this or or sign up for it. It's like it's like opting in and opting out of like an email list. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't ask <laughs> for this. Fucked. They just made me do it. Why am I getting emails from like <laughs> from Patagonia? I never have ever. Uh, so yeah, I feel the same way. I'm like, where's the opt out? Like I didn't know it was gonna be. So so much work and I don't even want to like do this it. This took such an existential turn after Alice left. Let me take over and yeah, okay. you will soon find the depths of hell. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about that because of this because uh, because because I don't know when. Yeah, why did why did that train of uh, thinking start from this episode? I think one's like because the kid died because the kid the young man died. Well, Crusher lies, and then uh, Crusher lied. People died. Then <laughs> this scene with his mom, <laughs> he lies, and they believe him. Mm-hmm. So Crusher, mom is just being mom, being like, "Okay, it's for sure you didn't lie." Mm-hmm. That's like a truth for her. Mm-hmm. She's not like trying to she press. Believe, she believes yeah. her son. Yes. And then like the data's not adding up, so. She's just like desperately trying to figure out what happened and what how happened, it happened that and that it couldn't be Wesley that lied. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like, I don't know. I think she's just like it, it, it's going to ruin your career. And I thought of like Wesley having a career, like the <laughs> idea that he has to like maybe start over his career <laughs> or like have to figure out a career. Mm-hmm. I was just like. Hell, no one even asked him if he wanted to be here. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, that's where it originated. Okay, fair enough. It's just this like... It's going to be okay, Wesley. There must be an explanation the idea for of this. Data and Geordi are already analyzing the flight recorder and the satellite. If his career is ruined, like, where would he go? Where and the laziness go? that he... Is he going to be a space I lawyer? Feel, or, I feel. Yeah. Laziness. Okay. With him graduating, having to start over, it's like, well... Why do I have to pick anything? Why do I have to even work? Yeah. Um, I hear that. Especially because they don't have money or rep- and they have food replicators at this point. So yeah, that's, that is literally very, you could just be a bum. I wonder if everyone else doesn't work. I mean, I guess there's a gardener. Like, why would the fuck would you want to be a gardener in this world? Well, what else the fuck else are you going to do? I don't know. Uh-huh. The weeds keep popping up in the pit of spore. Yeah, it's a fucking garden, dude. 
You could use a good herbicide instead of pulling the weeds with your bare hands. Mm -hmm. And you could explore space on a holodeck instead of a starship. Not the same. Hmm, I don't really Not. understand. Tell me some more about Nova Squadron. I do kind of like the idea well, that the gardener is like no, it isn't. has ears, has roots everywhere, and knows everything that's happening. You remember the Parisi happening. Squares yeah. Tournament of '24? Yeah. The final game against Minsk. It took me three weeks to repair the grounds after the celebration. We had a lot to celebrate. Our team wasn't supposed to win. We were very proud of them. Well, the cadets today are just as proud of the Nova Squadron. Mm. The celebration they held after Nova won the Rigel Cup made 24 look like a dinner party. To the other cadets, the members of that team are gods, and that's a hard image to live up to. But Nick Lacarno, he watches out for them. He keeps them together. Nick is what makes that team special. He's their coach, surrogate father, and best friend all in one. Mm. A natural leader. The members of that team love him. If he asks them to do something, they do it. Even if it means going right over a cliff. He's mm. like, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to say everything. It's like a perfect not saying saying. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? Hmm. <laughs> Oh, just um, because he was sort of alluding to the fact that like, okay, this guy has a lot of power within this group mm -hmm. and like they'd follow him. Yeah. Like, okay, he's he's the reason why they're all lying, you know? Yeah, he threw him under the bus like, well, he was like, okay, Picard will catch that this is what's going on. Yeah. It's all just like a herd of people who are like looking up to someone who everyone looks up to. So he, it's just like. It's like he gave him a little like like a tip off like yeah. in a, like hey maybe investigate this leader guy this one guy yeah, yeah. um i like the idea that uh the when other kids admire someone the idea that they look like gods, gods to them uh and that that keeping up of that i think that's like a more interesting topic to me than like lying and sticking together mm -hmm. uh i wish they would have gone to that that's like the public image of like these like a plus cadets you know like what's what's that mean what's that fame what what does that name uh how how is that i wish it could have started with kind of like half of the episode about the lie and discovering it and then the other half about what it, the implications of being like right keeping up with a certain image right and what that means this would be a fun episode to see like what like how their lives span like turned out like 20 years after this oh interesting like who like did it ruin some people or what we don't even we ever don't get know. to know we don't know this thing um i don't like in real star trek we just don't know what happens i know that wesley makes it to the, in the academy mm -hmm. so here's Nothing when they realize like we do know that the collision occurred about four seconds after the satellite images were recorded, but we still don't know how the ships got into the new formation or why the crash occurred. We unsuccessfully tried 53 different computational models in an effort to simulate the movements of the Nova Squadron just prior to the crash. There are just too many variables to take into consideration. Speed, attitude, course. Attitude was weird. That was, that what was does that mean? Like, it's sort of been, in Saturn, like, attitude? Yeah. 
Because it shouldn't be altitude. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how the ship's like added to the new formation. Their attitude were they were they like a rad dude that day or like fifty three different computational models. He does say attitude. He says attitude. Of the Nova Squadron just prior to the crash. There are just too many variables to take into consideration: huh. speed, attitude, course. I don't know what the fuck that is. So weird to me. that there was anything unusual about the ship or the way it was operating. Well, the starboard power flow was fluctuating. Well, they However, were saying, eat my well shorts. <laughs> they had a couple Fluid bumpers. The pressure in the landing struts was low, but I don't know what difference that would make. We did find that Wesley opened his coolant interlock just before beginning the maneuver around Titan. Mm. That is a bit unusual. Normally, the interlock is closed unless you're performing a check on the engine coolant levels. But there's no evidence that Wesley was performing that sort of a check. Filling the primary coolant tanks requires an open interlock, but that can only be performed in a maintenance bay. Is there any other reason for opening the valve? Mm. Well, it's the first step in purging the plasma exhaust. Ooh. That procedure would be extremely hazardous while the ship was in flight. Yeah, plasma. the engine would probably ignite the plasma. Ignite the plasma. <laughs> I like any. That's exactly what they were trying to do. And again, another close-up zoom I in know. On, on his face, but. Literally anytime anyone just repeats a line of what's on, I always love that. I I'm think you like, could direct this. This, this is what this this moment was when I was like, okay, I'm really into this episode now. Okay, why? Because he's because it's like, okay, it's a fifth he gets zoom it, in. He yeah. knows what's up. We're gonna figure it out now. And like, now, because you know, now yeah. you know. I know. Yeah. Um, well, because we knew, we knew they were lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knew They're they were lying something. too. Yeah. But like, yeah. So that was like that was like okay. Let's get let's get going. Let's. I like yeah, I like that Picard figures it out. Uh, it's especially high stakes if you've been watching the show, obviously, because it's just like the first thing that Picard says when he gets when the show starts, season one, episode one, is that he hates children. And really? He, yeah. Oh, I love that. He's so cranky about it. He Great. hates children. He just doesn't know how to get along with them, and he feels very uncomfortable. So for five seasons, we've seen him. Just like get past the fact that sometimes there are children around uh -huh. and he has to just fucking deal with it and he fucking hates it. Are there children in space on the Enterprise? Yeah, some like, you know, some officers have their families wow, on board. Okay. Um, right. And especially Wesley Crusher, which like his first, uh, his superior uh, doctor, let's just say the doctor, the doctor of the flagship of the of the fucking Federation is Beverly Crusher, okay. and she has Wesley around. Okay, so every time Wesley's around, he's just like so fucking like I, I uncomfortable. That. But also, he has this like father like fatherly responsibility towards him because he was around when his dad passed away, mm -hmm. and now he's around, and he clearly is a fan of Picard, and they have this bond. So at, at key moments when like Wesley got rejected from the academy, and other specific moments where Wesley has had a hard time. Mm -hmm. Picard has been there for him in a way he's not there for other people in the Enterprise. Gotcha. So it's like very, very special. That's why like this phase is so funny to me because mm -hmm. they zoom in on him realizing that Wesley is like trying to ignite the plasma. Mm -hmm. And he's just, he when he puts it together, he's just like, this little motherfucker. <laughs> like, I just like, it's so disappointing. Right. You know, he's just so disappointed in this character. It's kind of painful to see Picard be like that about Wesley. This is oh, this, ugh, this is Jesus. hard. Yeah, come to Jean Luc. Come to Jean Luc. Jean -Luc. You tell me what this maneuver is. Whoop! Oh. Uh oh. 
Oh. It's a culvert starburst, sir. Hmm. Culvert starburst. Flying I like the uh, I like the pink starburst. Crossing within ten meters of each other and igniting yeah, the plasma trails. <laughs> One of the most spectacular and difficult demonstrations in precision flying. And it hasn't been performed at the academy for over a hundred years. Mm. You know why? Because technology was bad a hundred years ago. It was banned by the academy following a training accident, sir. An accident in which all five cadets lost their lives. He's so handsome, Patrick Stewart, with his face. I think that Nicholas Locarno wanted to end his academy career in a blaze of glory. And that he convinced the four of you to learn the Colvard Starburst for the commencement demonstration. If it worked, it would thrill the assembled guests. And Locarno would graduate as a living legend. Didn't work. It's just so funny, like, this is the premise because obviously they Joshua, wouldn't have graduated, so it's just dumb in the first place. Am I right. But it's all about Wesley having to, like, split morality. Cadet, between... I asked you a question. Am I correct? I choose not to answer, sir. You choose not to answer? He knows. You've already given an answer to the inquiry. That answer was a lie. I said the accident occurred after the loop. It did. What you neglected to mention was that following the loop, your team attempted a maneuver that was the direct cause of the crash. You told the truth up to a point. But a lie of omission is still a lie. It's also hard to see him like. Do you remember the first day you came aboard the ship? Wearing that uniform. Which one? Your mother brought you on the bridge. The this boy? little cadet, yes, yeah. Because they're matching in, in a way. Mm -hmm. I was annoyed. Presumptuous child playing on my ship. Oh, okay, so this makes more sense now that and he doesn't like kids. You already uh -huh. knew every control, every display. You behaved as though you belonged on the bridge. And then later, when I decided to make you an acting ensign. I was convinced you could be an outstanding officer, and I never questioned that conviction. Yeah, it's heartbreaking for everyone. Mm -hmm. Until now. If Picard is heartbroken, I'm heartbroken. The first duty of every Starfleet officer is to the truth, whether it's scientific truth or historical truth or personal truth. It is the guiding principle on which Starfleet is based. If you can't find it within yourself to stand up and tell the truth about what happened, you don't deserve to wear that uniform. I'm going to make this simple for you, Mr. Crusher. Either you come forward and tell Admiral Brand what really took place, or I will. Captain. Dismissed. This is also, like, hard because we don't know Wesley to be this way. Right. This is... He's out of character. Yeah, he's fully out of character, and it's very weird because we haven't seen him in a long time, and he goes, comes back, like, grown up in like this. And mm -hmm. it's just like, what the fuck? It's uh, very upsetting. It's an upsetting episode. Said it was urgent. They know Nick. They know what we did. Calm down. Calm down. Now tell me exactly what happened. This guy Captain also becomes Picard a different character in another... Really? In later, well, like, Star there, Trek. Yeah. He told me that Not he knows. different name? The Colvard Maneuver, the cover-up, yeah. everything. Weird. I know. That's weird. I, I think it had to do with now, the fact that would. this character 
I think it had to do, frankly, with money. Yeah. You said he figured it out. Does he have any Because then if they take this name to the other Star Trek... Then it's recurring. Then it's the IP for the two guys that created it, and they had to get paid it's also in the just, other thing. That's also just weird, like, why like they couldn't find another guy that kind of looked like this. I know. There's, a, <laughs> there's, like, a long discussion online about it, and I just, like... I didn't get into it that much to understand, like to understand it fully, but Weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he is pretty good. Nope. I know he's good, exactly and he has that perfect happened. face for that kind of like for this kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Captain Picard doesn't know anything. He has um, a theory. I can't call Captain Picard a liar. Wesley, oh, Nick, Wesley, no. And this is when we're like, okay, Wes is going to make the right decision. Yeah, and this is like it's total 90s like morale. Like even his haircut is like clearly Yeah. Like That's such a weird 90s kid. You're going to yeah. tell them what happened. 92. This is in you. 92. Alone. I can't live with it. Yeah, so it's Wesley being like, I don't fucking I don't know, I don't know how to do this. Sorry. I don't I can't do it. It's a big fight. Moralistic. Mhm. Mm um So by this point, you were like, okay, I, I, this is this is working out for me. There are better Captain episodes Satel out there. And I have gone over your this is just like dark, a dark turn of a crash. specific character. Your statements cannot be reconciled with the data collected from the NAVCON satellite. Your unwillingness to offer any explanation for this contradiction is disappointing and raises suspicion. We cannot escape the conclusion that either the data is faulty in some way or you have lied to us. <laughs> However, suspicion is not proof and I have no proof that you have lied to this inquiry. Therefore, if no further evidence is presented, I have no choice but to close this investigation. It is crazy. It almost would be more interesting to see what would have happened if they just like, like would Picard would have just kind of like low key been suspicious of Crusher the whole rest of the series. Right. But I guess it's better that he told the truth. I guess so. This is like, um, I, I only get sad that Picard has to threaten him to say it. Right. That he sticks out with his friends for so long. Because to me, that the relationship that takes priority is Picard to Picard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess it makes sense when you're like a kid. Yeah. That that your friends take you know. That's peer pressure This too. Inquiry is closed. Sir, I would like to add something to my testimony. Hmm. The car was like, Mr. Crusher, am I? Yesterday I testified that the crash occurred following a Jaeger loop. That is not entirely true. We performed a loop and afterwards broke formation and attempted a culvert starburst. Culvert starburst. We knew it was prohibited. <laughs> What? We knew it was dangerous. <laughs> But we wanted to do something spectacular for the commencement demonstration. They just wanted to put on we a show. We pushed Josh into it and yeah. he wasn't ready. Straight up. We thought we could do it. We thought we could do anything. We were wrong. And Josh died. Hell. Josh didn't let us down, sir. It wasn't his fault. 
Mr. Locarno. You are the leader of Nova Squadron. Do you have anything to say? Uh, 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 <laughs> I, I fucked up. I fucked up. Mr. Locarno. How, you, how old do you think that actor is? He looks like of a wide range of ages. Yeah, he could be he could be like 40. Honestly. <laughs> he could be like 23 or 40. He could be he could be 100 no, years old. Wesley. Wesley. Wesley Crosshair. Mr. Lacano has been expelled. They should have expelled all of us. They very nearly did. Mr. Locarno made an impassioned plea for the rest of you. He said that he'd used his influence as squadron leader to convince you to attempt the call board maneuver, and then to cover up the truth. He asked to take full responsibility. He did exactly what he said he would. He protected the team. I feel awful. I've let down everyone. My mother, my friends, you. You should feel bad. <laughs> that part made me laugh. And <laughs> you will pay for what you've done. Admiral Brand has decided that in addition to a formal reprimand, your academic credits for the past year will be canceled and you will not advance with your class. I understand. Man, that sucks. It's not gonna be easy. You're gonna repeat grade. on campus. Everyone knowing what you did. You have difficult times ahead. Yes, sir. Thank you, Captain. You knew what you had to do. I just made sure that you listened to yourself. And force you to say it. Goodbye, Cadet. Goodbye, Captain. And then the pull yep. out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, half mast flag. And then the I did also it is cool to see the Golden Gate Bridge in the background. I know. I love yeah. that it's in, in San Francisco. Yeah. The first time I ever went there, I was like, ah, Starfleet <gasps> yeah. Academy. And yeah. It, I don't know why out of San Francisco though. I'm glad that they are so optimistic that it didn't sink down. <laughs> you know, four hundred years in the future. It's just still like well, if it, alive and well. If it is still like the tech center, they'll probably figure out a way to keep it above water. You think? Yeah. You think nerds will be able to? They'll figure out some way to do a gig economy to fix the the city itself. Maybe they can macrodose and like, <laughs> you know, figure it out, get the answers they're looking for. Um, so I wanted to ask you, do you think you're going to watch more episodes after this or you're like... Uh, Honestly, I was thinking because I'm kind of like tapped out of everything that I've been watching and then also the things that like the HBO type things I've been watching are about to end. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I could maybe see myself throw on an episode or two to watch this, Yeah, but I would have to, I'd probably jump around a lot and I'd have to be like, I'd want to find like exciting ones. Yeah. Cause this one, was, like, this one was pretty boring. There's a lot of boring ones, yeah. but there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Uh, I would Google like top, top 20 TNG. Episodes yeah. Okay. Or maybe I'll do that. Uh, I also liked, I would watch the first two episodes, which is like continued, part one, part two, uh -huh. just so you can see 
how they enter the Enterprise because it's when ev- all the crew is forming and okay. some- something happens. So like that way you get like all of the names, where they're coming from, what, how they land there. Okay. And then just like skip, then hop around. <laughs> cool. But they do build like, even though it's like a episodic television, uh, they build around the relationships so, so strongly that by this point we're just like, we care about this because we know the characters. Gotcha. Versus like, I mean, the stakes are kind of high, but it's not that important. If like, I guess for you it was like, okay, it's not that important if I don't know this person. Right. Um. But yeah, eventually you you do have to be like, wow, these people actually like love each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have that in mind when you see it like why the, it affects them so much when mm-hmm. they like pull in with the cameras in that moment. It's just like, because this best buddy is gonna die right um but you know i guess you can figure that out for yourself (laughs) it's like just of course um yeah there's like a good top 20 episodes someone was like i watched one of the top ones and it didn't make sense to me and then i decided to start watching it like in order and it did make sense yeah okay that makes sense so i don't know okay uh all right yeah i think i'm gonna do that with voyager next as well yeah star trek voyager just like watch it out of order just like randomly mm-hmm. so yeah cool well, uh do you have anything to plug that you'd like to for people to um, know about my half hour is going to be on comedy central on november 15th Woo-hoo! at 11 30 p.m so that, that that's wow. what i want to plug very specific yeah 11 30 p.m your time everyone's time okay <laughs> amazing star trek time <laughs> okay perfect <laughs> That's the only time we care about. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much thank for being here and watching the episode. Yeah. All right. And well, guys, I have nothing to plug. I'm going to go on a trip and I'm out of here. I love you so much. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.